Welcome to episode two of Home and Away. We are your host, Animation and Uche. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are so grateful to everyone that listened to the first episode. You received a whole lot of love. We are so, so grateful. Y'all don't know how much that meant to us. I mean, just the first day alone, we had so much support. People sharing the links, rebroadcasting, and we are so grateful. We just want to say thank you and thank you. We're in for a cracker today on episode two. First episode was more about me. So this time around, we're going to get some juicy gist out of my co-host. Let's get to it. Yo, yes, sir. what's happening, man? I'm good, man. I'm grateful. Can't complain. Yes, sir. Quick one, bro. Before we get to the real gist, what is the most Nigerian thing that has happened to you this week? Damn. <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> uh, let, me, let me think let me think okay okay so I was on the phone with my cousin and he hangs up he's like oh, let me call you back <laughs> I'm still I'm still waiting I'm still waiting for that call <laughs> so yeah that's that's, that's definitely got me thinking yeah bro yes putting Nigerian on you that's the typical way out here to get out of a conversation like I mean bro I will call you later I'll call you later <laughs> that's it, <man. laughs> yeah that's yeah. typical that's the easiest way man wow good one nice to know that you're keeping in touch with your Nigerianness bro <laughs> for sure <laughs> <laughs> so bro have you been watching the in-season tournaments because I mean you'd think um, the Lakers would not make it up to this level, but bro, I think everybody was rooting for Indiana, mm-hmm. but the Lakers just came out of nowhere, basically came out of nowhere and stole the show. I mean, LeBron is right now. Yeah. The good conversation is swinging towards LeBron's side. I mean, MJ has some <laughs> one. <laughs> That's a tough one. MJ has no one at in-season tournament ever. Kobe has no one one, but LeBron already has it. I mean, what, what's your take on that, bro? <laughs> well, that, I mean. The tournament did not exist when when they were there, but I can see that's a good, the strong point for LeBron. I'm a, I'm a LeBron fan myself, so yes, yeah, sir. Whole, let's go. The whole time, the whole time, I was like, no way, this is about to happen. I didn't even think they had a chance, bro. And, and I just, it just shows they have that championship DNA. Like when it comes to like winning, they're gonna pull something out and make it make it work. So I was, I was surprised. I definitely thought the the Pacers are gonna take that. For sure, for sure. Because I think on um podcast B with Paul George, Ty, um, Tyrese was like, this would definitely be the biggest win for him so far in his young NBA career. So like, yeah, he had that. They had that. Uh, all I call it now, sympathy support. Everybody was like, ah, uh, let's let yeah, the underdog. Like exactly, they were the underdogs. Everybody was like, let them have it, let them have it. But you know, the go to keep doing good things. You know, it just came yeah. out of nowhere. I mean, they beat the Suns, beat. Some huge teams, big teams I was expecting would knock him out from the competition. But I mean, they stood and I mean, LeBron has already one ring, baby. Let's go. Did you did you also know that they all, they, all, all the players get 500k for winning? Wow. So that was and every player. Each player. <laughs> that was an extra incentive, bro. So some of most of them, 
most of them and they don't have big contracts, so they're gonna play out, you know, show out. Yeah. Bro, it's and they're in Vegas. I hope they don't gamble their money though. They're in I Vegas. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> He's like, let me double it. <laughs> let me double <laughs> let me quickly double this thing. Let me get a meal out of this thing. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of things that could go wrong in that place, but I'm not gonna lie. I hope they, maybe they're not gonna get the money until like a week later or something they're back. <laughs> Bro, I mean, if you look at it uh, on the other perspective, though, people were like saying Indiana has a low salary cap and the yeah. win definitely will help them, like, get the boys some bread. Right. That's yeah. That's I mean, they're still going to get something. 200K is still a lot of money. I'm not going to lie. I can, I can take 2K right now. Like, $20. $20 give me something. <laughs> but, <laughs> but 200K is still, is still something. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, well, the NBA in-season tournament actually did it. It put some excitement into it, actually. At least for a while, there will be something buzzing around the league. I think yeah. it, it proved the point. It actually proved the point. So that was that I mean, was fun. Yeah, fun. I mean, LeBron, LeBron definitely is going to stamp his name. I'm telling you. One of many things is done. I'm telling you. Like, there's a LeBron start for every competition at this point. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That man is different. Okay. Let's pivot now to the guest of the hour, the star of the hour, my co-host. Yo, the floor is yours. You have three seconds to introduce yourself. Give yourself the best intro. No, no, <laughs> let me do it. Then you do it. You do justice to it. Standing at 6'4", uh, 300 pounds. Bro, I'm <laughs> not 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you weigh right now, bro. Uh, 250. All right, standing at 6'4, 250. The defensive end, Stony Brooks football. My guy, my homie, Andy Uche. What's happening, bro? Yes, sir. Happening? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Did I, did I do justice to that? Oh, he <laughs> <laughs> did justice. I'm grateful. Right. Yeah. How's, how's it been out there, my bro? How's it been? So the season, the season is done for me. So right now I'm just focused on school and just trying to like do this podcast stuff and just catch up with family members and friends and all that stuff. This is usually the time where I reflect, stay grateful, like put things into perspective of how much I was done, how much I was able to achieve in the last in this this year and what I want to achieve next year. So Definitely a time to wind down and reflect. Yeah, that's 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 major. Coming from a place where you didn't get these opportunities and now you're presented with opportunities that you can take. You're in an environment where you can capitalize on all of the opportunities. Bro, it has been wonderful. And I've been following your season too. Definitely, I know there are certain things you would have loved to change on your perspective but nonetheless i think you had a good outing i mean the week where you were player of the week bro i was stunned throughout that week like i was (laughs) throughout yes sir let's go let's go that's my job first of all i'd like to thank god for this opportunity (laughs) literally i'm ready for this Bro, I mean, that's how it is. I just want to thank God. I want to thank my mom. I want to thank my dad. I want to thank my coach, uh, my teammates. 
Without you guys, I would not be here. Just remember to say, man, it's been. <laughs> well, bro, I mean, it has been wonderful. It has been wonderful to see how far you come. All right. To my first question, bro. You know, we all know how this started. You started playing basketball in Nigeria and yep. you switched to American football in the US. Bro, that is like, I don't know how to even put it in context for the average Nigerian to understand. I mean, that's just like changing from being a right-handed um, writer, switching to your <laughs> left hand, and you have to do it on the fly. But the season started like immediately. That's one really, really tough switch. How did that impact? I mean, from from the time I was, oh man, I don't want to flip. From the time I was born, I think I loved sports. There was something about sports because to me then, like punishment was keeping me in the house. Like I would feel like you killed me. If, Waka, if, I had to stay, if, if I had to stay inside the house, <laughs> I wanted to be outside, running around, doing something. And then as time went on, I was just doing anything that was like act, moving sports activity. So, but when I was playing basketball, I was trying to come to the States. I'll go to basketball camps. Surprisingly enough, some coaches were like, have you tried American football? I'm like, nah, I'll never play that sport, bro. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> the <not> weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I would never play that sport. It's not for me. Like, go talk to my friend. Like, that's not me. I'm not doing yeah. that. To me, I was like, man, I want to be Westbrook. I want to be LeBron. Like, the NBA was, was it. Like, I mean, I feel like... Yeah. Most Nigerians don't see what the NFL can offer. Like that was that was not in my near future. I wasn't thinking about what American football can do for you. Yeah, so I came to the states and I'm like, I did track in the spring and I have to do something in the fall. So I'm like, what am I? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do soccer, right? But yeah. soccer was not the same. And American football, the more I was learning about it, I was like, this there's more opportunities in this sport. I can. I can get what I want from this sport. And surprisingly, I was just I was just more built for football than basketball. It's just it's just it's crazy to say, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think that is that is actually true. I mean, when we look at it now, respectively, <laughs> this guy was actually called energy. Like I never seemed to understand. Like the first time I saw this guy, everybody was like, I think I was on the court that day. Everybody was like, energy, energy. I was trying to figure out, okay, first of all, who is energy? Like, why is he energy? Until I see, I saw him chase like three rebounds in the same play. Like, the ball went up, it went up again, he didn't get it, went up again, like, three times, and the whole time it was jumping with seven footers, bro. Like, yeah, see, this is energy. Like, so, saying like you were built for the game, I think for sure that is actually true. I I had no idea you were fast until I saw you started racking up accolades on track. I didn't even know I was fast until I came to the stage. I didn't even know I was fast. I swear, like we had we had a track meet and they're like, oh, what are we gonna do? I'm like, I don't know. What am I gonna do? Hundred? Okay, let me just do it. And I was just sprinting. It's almost like don't let him catch you. I was just sprinting. <laughs> and <laughs> I come in first. I'm like, yo, but my highlight. Oh man, this 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 one time I was running, I was running the two hundred. I didn't have a what's it called a track uh, spikes. I didn't have spikes, yeah. so I borrowed my teammate's spikes, yeah. who had the he had the fastest time, but he ran the first meet, the first uh, the first. So like they have different different races for the same event based on yeah. times. I was in the slowest time because they never knew how fast I could run. So he runs yeah. in the first one, gets he's the fastest time. I run in the the slowest one. 
but my time was faster than his, but I used the spikes. <laughs> I was like, oh, here you go. I was just I was just figuring it out by myself. I'm like, maybe I have maybe I can do this. And then I was excited and just like the more the more I did well in it, the more I wanted to like learn more and go listen and watch videos about it. So yeah. Bro, that's that's really, really interesting. I mean sport out here is probably one dimensional in the sense that if you're choosing to play soccer, you have to focus on soccer the whole time. Yeah. I mean, you have to go to so many obstacles just to show up to, on the field. Back to the sequence we're trying to paint here. After you go to the URS, you go to high school, you walk into the team's locker room and you see your name, Andy. Bro, how did that feel like, bro? How did that feel like? <laughs> it's crazy because the little things, is the little things that people take for granted sometimes that, that you don't understand what that, that means for somebody else. I mean, right now, I'm just so used to it. But in that moment, I, I walked in and I was like, wow, it just made me feel like I'm representing my family. And that was a, that was a feeling like this is this is really this is really me this is this is happening. So it was just surreal. I was just in the moment, just like I have to do this for my family. Just see my name on that on that. Just see my name in the locker room, reminded me of where I came from, and just like I was excited, but I was also like humbled at the same time. Relocating from Nigeria to the US, like, is there a really really significant cultural change? Definitely know what you're used to, different environment, and all of that. Is there a funny story you can share on your experience and the cultural adjustment you had to make in your early days in the U.S.? Man, from the plane. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time I was on the plane coming to the state. So I was, I was scared. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was scared. I was like, what am I doing? What is this? What if I never come back? <laughs> but, <laughs> and then on the, on the way there, I have a I have a uh, a layover in Ethiopia. Yeah, but we're late. Oh, we yeah we're late. So we got there and they were like, oh we they didn't understand the time difference or they messed up the time difference. We missed the connecting flight that was coming to the states. Wow. So I had to lodge in the hotel for a day, and then I find out that the 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 calendar is different. So I, so imagine if you go to a, a country a place and you find out you're in 2012, but you just left. You just like. <laughs> You just, you just left with us at 17. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What's going on? I was freaking out. <laughs> and I, I, I learned. I'm like, wow, okay, let me let me go Google. This is not real. Like, why is he telling me? I mean, 2012, like, wait, wait. <laughs> bro, that would have been scary out of your mind, bro. That would have been really, really scary. Yeah, so I had to go check and I found out they use a Gregorian calendar. Yeah. The next the next day we're back on track. Came to the States. Yeah. And this school, my school was in Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> it's up in the mountains. And I did not hmm. so when the picture that America had, the picture I had for America was not like <laughs> it was not like the country or like the words. I didn't think I just thought everything was like cities, like Chicago, yeah, New York. Yeah, really like New York. <laughs> yeah. So we're driving and I'm like, where, where, where are we going? In my head, I just had these conversations. I'm like, is, is this not like, this is not, this is not what I expected. And they were going. The school was really nice. The location was nice, but the road to the place was really lonely. It was just, it was inside. Wow. So I'm like, wow. But it was a nice experience. So it was just like, 
the expectations of what I thought it was going to be like location wise and like the, the, what the environment way looked like was different from what it actually was, but it was still, still nice. It was just some parts of the country that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. And even let's, let's, let's take back a few, a few years, you in Nigeria working out, trying to get your, um, highlight your mixtapes to coaches. Yeah. What was that process like? Because I mean, there are a lot of youngins out here in Nigeria now. I think they're starting to understand that you have to actually put yourself out there, like create a YouTube, a Twitter, whichever way, social media, whichever way you can get to these coaches now and just let them see you. So what was that process like for you? I mean, putting in the work. I knew there was always a phone or there was always a camera around. <laughs> <laughs> I did not, I could not put it together at that point until when everything, everything came together. I was like, oh, 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 oh. Then I started seeing boys do it too. So what was that process like? And how much faith did you have in that process? Like, this was going to get me out of this place. How much faith did you have in that? Man. <laughs> ah, well, there's, this is not just for Nigerians, but like in my head, yeah. you know, there's this, I don't know, I don't know if I'm having, I'm saying this right. It's like, if Rome does not come to you, you can you can go to Rome. If, yeah. Something like that. Oh, but basically, <laughs> basically, I was like, in my head, I was like, it's really hard to get out of here, especially if you're trying to do sports. Yeah. So, and this, these people, these places are not coming. Eventually, they did come like one one time to organize a camp. So I was like, where, where am I going to go? How am I going to reach, reach out to them? Even if a coach comes to this, to Nigeria to organize camps, it's probably once, once a year. So yeah. how am I going to reach many coaches how am i going to reach as much coaches as, as i can and i started doing facebook youtube like whatever find a way to contact them show them the tape and in my head i didn't even know how far it could really take me i was just like yeah. i'm not gonna just sit here and not and hope someone sees me on the street one day and be like oh let me take you <laughs> nah. <laughs> i was gonna do my best to let them know about me and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but i was not just gonna sit there and not do anything so that was one of my motivations was if 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 they're not going to come to me, I'm going to try to sh get myself to them. Wow. That's really interesting. And for those people listening right now and they don't know how to get like the contact information of these coaches, how can a young gain, for instance, how can they get like the contact information? It could be an email or a Facebook well, handle or Twitter. How can they get the handle of those coaches? Uh, what is the best practice from your experience? What is the best practice? I mean, my started from... Oh, the, the, the basketball players in, in, in the States that came back, like, yeah. you know, some of the players that would come back in the summer to like hang out with their family or play a little yeah, pickup yeah. basketball, you know, I'll be like, Oh, Hey, what was your high school coach? Like, Oh, what did are you, you do? Just got to find a way to communicate and make, <laughs> take advantage of the spread around you. And then, and then also, um, educate camp, like camps up, there's always camps in the summer. There's so yeah. many camps. Like, camp was elite. Education yeah, camp and, the, elite, and it's not just for Nigerians. So like Africans will also go to those basketball camps and they, they, they also have American football camps like they started recently. So mm -hmm. I I tried to like, I went to like the educate camps. So then you meet a lot of people and then you find that you're not really that good. Like you're good in your, <laughs> in your area, but like you're yeah. going to get pushed. And then uh, every time I left, I was like, man, I think I'm I'm close. I'm here. I'm here. And then you you exchange contacts. You meet somebody, someone who met a coach or a coach that came to the camp and saw them. Just being able to like make connections. That's probably yeah. like that's one of my strengths. So, so that's that's probably one of the reasons that helped me. That's interesting because I feel 
for me, when I was in the process, I used to go through Twitter. And I mean, every conference uh, of the high school um, sports teams, they always had the contact address of all the coaches. Like they had their emails, their social media. So basically, I would always go like each school. I would go mm -hmm. through the conference. Each school, I would open the links, bro. I have like wow. two, three, <laughs> five, six links, tabs opened up. Just looking at how to get their emails, their um, Facebook, their Twitter, their Insta, and just look at the comment session, how they've been interacting as well. So, I mean, that's something youngins out here can actually learn. Do not be afraid yeah. to network. Do not be right. afraid to network. Like, wherever you find yourself, make contacts. I mean, there are boys that have made it far, as far as getting to the embassy, as far as getting a visa, but... It doesn't work out. If right. you're polite enough or humble enough, they would actually share their experiences with you. But here's here's the, here's the thing. This Nigeria is not the only country that has athletes. Because think about it. You yeah. might think you're the best player in this place, in this town, in this state. There's, yeah. There are so many people who are trying to get to the same America and play, <laughs> play basketball. So how mm. are you going to stand out? How are you going to mm. stand out? It's not just by... Working out is one thing. Yes, you have to work out. But, man, this is not like an advice. It's just something that, like, something that, it's not like I'm trying to force people to, like, do it. I'm just saying, that's what I did, and it worked for me. Hello, guys. But, yeah. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> I mean, it works. So, uh, fast forward to that. After you get, you make the contact, and the coaches start, responding to you what was your response like to the coaches how did you sell yourself to the coaches because definitely they want to get to um know okay i've been seeing this guy's um highlights i've been seeing his mixtapes who is this person how did you sell yourself to the coaches how did you present yourself to them well man i can't even remember the full details of everything but yeah <laughs> I just went in. I'm like, this is who I am. This is this is my measurables. This is where I'm from. And this is what I'm trying to get at. How can you help me? Or what do you think I can do to be at the level wherever the coach is going to need me or want me? And some of the coaches will be like, I don't need you right now, but I like the fact that you reached out to me. This is, I know this person that can need you. And some wow. of them, I, yeah, some of the coaches will be like, Oh, I, I'll send out, there's this coach that, that would like correct my shooting form online. Wow. He couldn't help me, but he was still helping me by asking me, okay, this, this, send me this video, fix your form this way and that way. So everything was still leading to the same, the same destination. So you can't give up just because the person you reached out cannot help you physically get to the stage. They're still going to help you somehow. So for me, that's, I just like presented myself and asked them, how can you help me? And if I'm not there yet, what can I do to be at the place at the level where you need me that you need you think you think I can I can get like recruited and stuff? Guy, something I just picked from this. Now I understood why months before you left Nigeria, your three point percentage went up. So <laughs> <laughs> now it's making sense. Now it's adding You can see, guy, this is like ask question no anywhere you go ask questions yeah i mean i've always had i always had that inquisitive nature it's almost like a bad thing <laughs> it's like, bro, questions. just ask me questions bro like i mean i mean it's, it's all adding up now because i knew you were not a three shooter but 
Paris to that yeah. time before you left out, bro. Bro was knocking down threes, man. You can't leave him open at the top. Right? Now nah, it's making sense. So high school basketball, you go to the States, you go to meet your coaches, met with your teammates. How was it like meeting your teammates for the very first time? Were they receptive of you? And how did you just put your mind into it? How did you just shout out the fact that, okay, I'm no longer in Nigeria. This is this is it. This is what I've been working towards. This is what I've been dreaming of. This is what I've been aiming at. How did you put your mind into the fact that we're here, boy? How did you just zero your mind and like focus on it? Because I mean, it could be overwhelming for somebody who yeah. has never left the shores of Nigeria ever. Then coming to the host and everything was happening so fast. I can I know for sure everything was happening fast. <laughs> you had to adjust to everything. Then first team meeting. Like, how did that go? How did you just put everything out and focus? I mean, for me, it was short-term goals. Like, first, my school had a lot of international students, so that was it was easy to adapt and get accepted because there was, like, there was a Ghanaian, there was an Indian, there was an Estonian, there was a team from Bahrain. There were, yeah. there's, there were so many nationalities, nationalities in my school, so it was easy for me to fit in. But on the basketball team, my, my coach, like, just, I was talking to this guy for three months before he brought me. So there's already some things that we yeah, we had yeah. getting closer. So yeah. it was easier for me to uh, adapt. And But when I came here, I found that I was not as good as I thought I was. <laughs> Bro, so I had to extra work. I had to work out, like, 10, 10 p.m. after practice. It was, it was crazy. I was like, damn. I'm not that good. I, like, I, you know that moment of like, I don't know if this is going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, okay, yeah, right here, right now, what's this myth for me? There's this popular myth that we are stronger than the average American hooper because we are black or because we're Africans and we come from tough terrain. How true is that? I mean, that's it. It's, it's different. Like, this, the, ah, uh, so it, it's everybody has a strength in a specific in in their own way, yeah. And an, an American or someone who has been here for for a while is practicing yeah. a lot of hours a week. So those hours are gonna mean something when it comes to basketball and the game for sure, so, for sure. But when it comes to like the mental aspect of the game, like being able to go through tough times, injuries because injuries are gonna happen. Like being being able to handle bad days. I think upbringing that we have. Helps us, yeah. helps us get ready for that 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 side of any sport because he also helped me American football. But in terms of the skill of the game, I I don't know. You just need more hours. You need, you need more reps. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, for sure, yeah. for sure. They, <laughs> I think for me, these guys have started shooting the ball right from like three years old or something. They already had yeah, who's like they were already playing ball. They had leagues for little leagues they had middle school they had everything so right they were and you're bringing with a basketball in your hand like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's why that's why like this this is crazy i was thinking in my head i was like why are there no african like quarterbacks right. <laughs> right. <laughs> i mean i'm sure in the near future we're gonna start having, but like that game is not something that you can just start like that position it's not something you can just start like like halfway. Like you can't start in like yeah. oh sophomore year. Like you got to start that from a from like very young age. 
Just like yeah. that, that just certain things, like certain parts of, of the game, like that. That's what I'm talking about, bro. But yeah. For me, like being a quarterback is like being an engineering student. So you cannot just be very, very good at engineering mathematics from yeah. from like you just jump into year one of college, bro. You have to be at you should be very good at physics at mathematics. Like in high school, you should have been very, very yeah. grounded because the QBs, nah, mm-mm-mm, yeah. <laughs> So much goes into that position. So let's switch to after you switched over from basketball to football, a year in, and you won the defensive player of your conference, bro. Like that is unheard of, bro. That is unheard of. Like, how did you pull that off, man? Is it is it is it was it the Nigerian in you dwelling you this whole time? Or the aggression? Or it was the fear. It was the fear. It was a fear. Let me let me tell you. <laughs> Man, so <laughs> I love basketball. I really thought I've been. I love basketball, and basketball would probably take me to college, but not at the same level that football took me. So yeah. when I switched to football, I just switched just because it was just a sport I was gonna play for the fall. Yeah. I didn't really put in as much effort as I did with basketball. Like I'll finish practice from football and go shoot because <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. I can't lose my basketball, just my basketball skills. So, but then as time was going, I was going into my senior year. I was like, man, I'm going to have to be serious with football in order to get a scholarship because it's not that easy. No countries be like, oh, you're big, you're fast, you're strong. I'm, yeah. That That's not, that's half the battle when it comes to football. Like, the mindset that I had with basketball, like the physical mindset, for some reason, in the beginning of, of football was was not there because I was trying to figure it out. The game was yeah. happening too fast. Everything was not, I was not, like I was not comfortable with the game. So yeah. like what, what the reason why I was, I think I was able to win that was I was locked in and I was like, I want to do this. And I think that summer I went to a football camp where in my head I was like, easy money. <laughs> I'm gonna go <laughs> pick up the scholarship, keep it rolling. <laughs> <That is funny. laughs> I, do, I do all the workouts. I'm good. I'm going one on one. I'll never forget this. This guy was big, man. I think he's six eight, three fifteen. He was committed to Texas A and M. I'm like, Bro. dude, what are, you, what are you doing in this camp right now? Why? <laughs> Why did you come to this camp? Every coach is like one on one. I lose every rep. Man. Are you serious, man? Bro, <laughs> that was the turning point of my life. Then <laughs> this guy would not let me win. Like every time I would step up to go against somebody else, he's like, nah, 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 I want him. <laughs> Are you serious, man? Because I have I have messed him up in the drills before. Like yeah. I made him turn earth. Like it was like a, a shake, like shake and bake some type of drill that you're trying yeah. to chase a guy and I, I juked him really bad. Yeah. And he did he just got mad. And he just man, he won. He won that day. Bro, I remember I, I I walked out of there. I was like, I'm never doing this again. I threw my cleats. I was so angry. I was like, how can I make it like this? I have something has to something has to end. Something has to change. So I go into the season. Every game, I pictured him and me going against each other. Man, man. You're stopping me from getting the scholarship. Whoever I'm going against is stopping me. So like, that was why I think the season went the way it went. So yeah, I'll, that, that camp, that camp changed everything. I mean, bro, like, I know after I watched that, like the local news out there in Virginia actually carried your story. That was when I knew like, 
bro, you were actually breaking bounds. I mean, somebody that had just played basketball his whole life and switching the football, and you ended up getting the voting as like the best defensive player. I mean, now understanding the story behind that, I can see why. <laughs> I've never told anybody. I've never told anybody this story. Oh, <laughs> I used to be, I used to just sit before games and be like yeah uh, yeah yeah it's you you're stopping me right you're, you're holding it you're, you're the door <laughs> you're the door to my scholarship bro <laughs> but that, that's what you need man like the game you can be physical all you want you can be big now you can be big and strong but if you don't know right. how to use it you don't know how to channel that that strength it's not it's just gonna look weak don't wow. the person that wants it more is gonna win every time that's the thing about the game. Football's a unique sport, man. Bro, bro, that's 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 a good one, man. That's a good one. Definitely, that would that would have added to your repertoire. Like, okay, colleges with the stars in that. Okay, this guy, the fact that he has a a mindset to win, a winner's mindset. Like, yeah. it, it'll give them reason to say, okay, let's give this boy a chance. Okay, fast forward to that after the season. I think that was your senior year, right? Yeah. Okay, so fast forward to that. You played out, you bowled out, and you had a good season. Now was the time for um the next step, getting to college. Because at this point, basketball was not like the main sport anymore. Football was now in focus. So yeah. what was the recruiting process like? Like, how did you navigate through that? I mean, you've never been through that before, bro. How did you navigate? I mean, I know there, there was a time I would talk to you and you'd be so tense. You'd be like, bro... I don't know. I don't know. But I was stressed. I, I was stressed. I saw myself going back. I saw myself. I had moments. I was like, I'll, uh, after games, I was just like, yeah. right. Because I'm like, why can I not get a scholarship? What? What is? What? What's? What's? What's wrong? I'm like, damn, this is it, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, yeah. Those times were actually scary because I was like, man, this guy is is, is gradually losing his mind. Because, I didn't even I know mean, what depression was until I came to the states. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's people look out for people who who say they have depression. It's real. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> it's real, bro. And imagine that fear. Like, so you just went out there, and you know, definitely the the hearsayers would be in Nigeria. Like, ah, so you do not even you do not take the game that far. You just went there and yeah. came back. That kind of stuff. That right. fear I mean, you don't serve. The fear of being an example of like. Okay. This guy did not make it. That was one of the things. But the recruiting side, similar to like how I came to the States for basketball, yeah. me reaching out to people. This time it was my high school coach was really interested. And uh, I mean, that's my guy. <laughs> he took it upon himself to reach out to coaches. He made this video about me, talk about my story and sent it to 400 schools. So it was the same idea. Wow. Just, just, wow. just like in a bigger level. And God, obviously I cannot like, None of this is even possible without him. But he, he sent it to 400 schools. And get this, he sends it, He only sent it to D1 schools because he cannot say yourself short. Like, doesn't matter. <laughs> so wow. I don't even know. I'm stressed out. It was stressed out of my brain. So I'm like, what, what am I going to do? Like, I'll, I'll go back to him like, wait, wait, I have, I have two months. Like, you see, you're looking at the day that the countdown is happening. You're like, still no offer. No offer. Like, this school that's talking to me, I don't really, I don't want to go there. Like, you have interest, but no one wants to pull the trigger because nobody wants to be the first one to take a chance on you. And it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> so he's like, let me send it again. He sent the emails four times. The fourth time was when Boise 
responded. They started talking mm-hmm. to me. They talked to me the night before I was going to come into another school. And that school was not where I wanted to go. It was just like an option. Yeah. So they talked to me and we got talking a couple months. Finally, they offered. I went to Boise. But that I'll never forget that whole moment. Like that, that made, that gave me a life lesson. Like, no matter what happens, man, keep going. Like, keep pushing. Like, you cannot just be like, oh, I sent it the first time. No one said anything. So let me just... Bro, bro you just segue into, like, the next question. Because I was going to ask you, what are the life lessons you learned from moving to the States and moving from call, um, high school to college? Like, what are the life lessons you learned? Because definitely that period was a trying time because there were so much uncertainties. Like, bro... There, yeah. were, there were chances that you'd never go to D1. Bro, I mean... Yeah, I, mean, I was the last one to get offered. That's crazy. I was the last one to get offered in my class. I, was, I, was, I got offered, I got offered in, in, in June. Right, yeah. And nobody gets offered in June. I mean, like, everybody in your class has already gotten offered to go to college. And yes. they're like, hey, my I'm, life. I'm waiting. That's that's the crazy... That, you know how scary that that's to us? No. <laughs> And I'm looking, and the coach is like, "It's okay, just pack your bags, because when 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 you when you get offered, when you get this offer, it's gonna be quick." I'm like, "What am I packing my bags for?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I'm like, "This is blind fate." Like, what if this is not working? <laughs> like, other schools are telling me, "This is crazy." Like, you're just not, you're gonna wait, you're gonna wait until, on, like, what if? What if the other schools just pull out? Like, what are you what are you doing? Like, when people offer you, it's not always like you have the offer forever. You have a time where you have to like make a decision. Yeah. So, man, I trusted. I was scared, but I learned that you got to just trust your feelings, trust in God, and and just like be patient. That patience is 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 deep and is is hard, but it's <laughs> Bro, I mean, you go to the breaking point of patience, my guy. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I was the last one. I, I, got, I, got, I got there and everyone was like, you, were you offered like for this class or the, the class that's like, like what the class that's coming? Because yeah. everybody that was offered already like knew each other. They already had the whole meeting before no, knowing that they're coming. Yeah. Yeah. That was I, I learned that lesson of like patience, patience and perseverance is, is, and trust and pray, man. Is what it man. Is. man, I mean, for, for those people listening, like it is tough getting to the D1 level. Like it is very, very, very tough. I mean, there are levels to college sport. You have a D1, D2, D3. You have Duco as well. Yeah. And the fact that, I mean, bro, it's, this is just a surreal story, man. This is This is something for the movies. I'm telling you, bro. This is something for the movie. This is something for the movies. I mean, it was through you, through this um recruitment process. I got to know there was a place called Boise, man. Like <laughs> right, I, me too. Me too. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know where Boise was. I swear. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> like Boise, I, I, dude, I did never get the pronunciation right. My mom was like, "Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure this is the name?" Oh, I mean, I, I I think all this happened during COVID, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Boise is a nice place, though. Shout out, shout out to Boise. Boise is a little nice, little cool place that no one knows about. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I, where, Boise is in Idaho right now, yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah. Bro, I had no idea what Idaho was. I had so idea. Nothing, bro. The only places we knew in America was New York, man. New York, Chicago. Chicago. Damn, my God. Like, I'm I'm go- I'm I'm moving to Boise, bro. I got enough. I'm going to Boise. I'm like, what the hell is Boise, bro? <laughs> bro, bro. <laughs> it was like it was a huge learning experience. And getting to college, um, getting to know that at this point you knew okay, you're done with high school. You're not at a place where you have to combine academic and sport. Because I think you have to have a starting grade for you to be able to play sport, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, how were you able to balance college education? How were you able to balance all of it? I mean, out here in Nigeria, bro, clearance for year one, bro. <laughs> you might, you might, You might go missing or something because well, don't know how to go about it, man. How did you, well, do, how did you do that? It's, it's easier when when you're on the sports team because you have all these resources of people who you have like tutors and you have ad- academic advisors who like help you, help you schedule your classes and yeah. like tell you, show your plan of what, how many classes you need to take, how many credits you need to graduate, all of that stuff. But you still got to put in the work to get the result you want. But yeah. it's crazy because my dad did not even believe I was going to school. Like he thought it was a football. <laughs> I kept trying to explain to him, but not until I actually graduated from the school <laughs> did my dad believe that I was doing school. <laughs> he thought I was just playing football the whole time. I'm bro. like, bro. But that was one of the motivations because I was like, I have to prove to my dad that I'm going to school too. Like, it's not just playing the game. So yeah, yeah. that was one of the motivations. Like when, when things got tough, I was like, man, I got to I gotta do this. For me, but most especially for my dad because, bro, Nigerians don't play with school, man. <laughs> nah, man, school. bro. You got to go to school, man. You got to go to school. Um, Bro, I think that was that was a huge moment, like seeing your graduation pictures and the fact that you skilled through all of that. Cause I know definitely college college is not easy. If we if we talked about high school, like high school was rough and crazy, man. College was like I, I thought I thought there was nothing that was gonna be harder in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the depression that I felt in high school was playing. It was a baby. <laughs> I had a headache for a week. <laughs> bro <laughs> man uh, but, but so like seeing that seeing you in that graduation gown and all of that bro that was really really something to rejoice for like I was I was, I was proud of you bro like you didn't even was, hit me until my mom was crying that was man, a huge my... win bro <laughs> that was a huge win man that was a really really huge win like how how did you put all that in perspective? Like after graduation, how did, did you sit in front of the mirror and be like, Uche, you are exactly <laughs> now? <laughs> I was like, yo. Man. Bro. I, I think I think it was a couple of days after. Because in the moment I was just like, yeah, what next? What's next? What's next? Like, I'm trying yeah. to like, and I sat down, I was like, you really did this. Like, how? I you. Like how? Like bro. I just had that moment of like God is really good, man. No, God is good, bro. God is good, bro. I mean, there's no way you would not say God was not involved in this in this journey, the whole process. Like mm-hmm. there was no way you're gonna say God was not involved. I mean, bro, it was tough. It was tough. And you saw it through, like you saw it through, you got your degree from a D one school, bro. Like, you got put some respect on my boy's name. <laughs> like <laughs> <too>. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> not about me. <laughs> Bro, it is not easy. I mean, a lot of immigrants, like a lot of young athletes that move out there, most of them don't get to complete their degrees and right. stuff. So, like, it was a huge win. And I'm, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you, man. Like, I mean, our listeners would definitely draw out inspiration from this. Like, no matter where you find yourself in the world, no matter where, right. stay true. Stay true to yourself. And like you said, patience. Patience is a virtue. I mean, let me, let me <laughs> I was, I, I used to see that and think, I'm like, is this what my journey was supposed to be? Because if they showed me, I'm like, nah, I'm good, bro. I'll stay. I'm staying in Nigeria. I'm not going. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm good. not doing this, bro. I'll pass, bro. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Yeah, yeah it was all worth it at the end. Not gonna lie, yeah. but I don't know. It was hard. <laughs> it was hard, <laughs> bro. And um, fast forward to currently, you're um, a graduate athlete. I think that's what they call you people now. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they call us. <laughs> that's what they call a graduate athlete, you uh, you completed your first degree at Boise, and uh, you transferred to um, Stony Brook. Brook. Yes, sir. Yeah, Stony Brook is in New York, the big city, the Big Apple. Finally, uh-huh. finally, you found out since, yeah, we're balling. <laughs> we're balling. <laughs> finally, you have to be Yankee. Let's go. Now, <laughs> yeah, Stony Brook is in New York and has been, what is the contrast between um, Boise, Idaho, generally and new york i mean stony brook is in long island so it's not in the city it's not like new york city is a little bit removed so it's not crazy as crazy as new york city is but boise is a bigger the bigger school the bigger football school so Mm -hmm. at this and boise everything that's everything that happens around boise is happening for the school like the football team so yeah the, the culture the restaurants it's almost like they built football and then like, oh, what else can we put around to complement <laughs> this <laughs> the college team? Yeah. Because it's a college town, basically. When you hear college town, it means like a place that revolves around the, the schools like football, yeah. football, basketball, sport. College town is like there's nothing around it. It's just yeah. that town. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's the same thing out here, apart from the sport part though. Like most federal universities out here in Nigeria are actually situated in rural areas. So yeah. the main idea of that is to bring development and um, let's say enlightenment into those areas as a result of the presence of the university there. Like for exactly. instance, you have Futo, you have Futa, all these college, um, colleges or universities, they are situated in deep down in rural areas. I mean, Students basically have to relate with the locals then, man, to get to. But I think I kind of understand what it means to have a college town. Now imagine, I'm just trying to imagine it like um, a Nigerian university and I have, what sport? Soccer, for instance. Now, we're not even crazy that much about soccer anymore, man. Everybody has to eat. <laughs> Everybody has to eat. <laughs> like, it's Afrobeats now. Everybody <laughs> wants to be in position. Everybody wants to think. But it's good talent, but not talent. I'm sure about it. Everyone <laughs> There's so much time. <laughs> <There's> so much <laughs> time. <laughs> I'm just saying, let's say, uh, let's say, uh, let's say Futo, for instance, Federal University of Technology, where let's say it had a sports team that was really, really booming. Everything in the, um, everything in the surrounding communities will be based on what the football team or the soccer team is generating. So every influence, yeah. every business, every, um, 
accommodation, hotels and hotels, everything. restaurants. About yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy, yeah, crazy, man. I, I, I'm sure yeah. we'll get there someday. I'm sure yes, we'll get there someday. Sir. Man, but but there's definitely a lot of opportunities with American football. Like people don't talk about, like the sport is dangerous, but everything in life is dangerous. If you look at it, really, everything. <laughs> if you look at it really deeply, it's, it's kind of dangerous too. So it's not sure. that big of a deal. If you love it and you have the skills, and let's say God gave you a talent, like I'll say God gave me a talent, and I'll just be like, oh, football is not for me. I would have never seen. What it can, what it can give me, or how far I can really go in life. Like mm. this game is only for a short period of time, but the results and the benefits is gonna last for a, for a lifetime. For a long time, for a long time, bro. That that is true, man. That is true. Now talking about team dynamic, how um, or how would you say, or what would you say is the difference between basketball and American football in sense of the team dynamic, how the team works. Because, no, no, I'll just let you do the explaining because, I mean, in my own sense, like, it's kind of warped. So I would like you to enlighten me on that. What is the team dynamic like? Because there may be a kid listening now and he wants to try out American football, but he doesn't know how mm -hmm. to work with the team. So what is the team dynamic like, bro? I mean, they're both great team sports. Let me start with that. But yeah. American football is is more of a team sport than basketball. Like in, mm -hmm. the competition is intense. You you have to rely on so many people just to win a single game. It's it's, it's so reliant on every other person to do their job for for you to succeed. Like American football, if one if everybody does their job and one person does not do their job, you can lose that game. That's oh. how that's how that's how much of a team sport it is. But basketball, everybody can be messing around, but you have one great player that puts up fifty points, you have a chance. True, oh. true. <laughs> true. <laughs> That's always my analysis. It's like I learned a lot more about I learned a little bit more than I already learned from basketball. I have fun times from basketball. Like when we came back to win the state championship my junior year down, we're down eight points with like forty seconds to go. That yeah. is also gonna be a moment of like to remember like a team. Like we we spent so much time together. But if I really go deep, American football is more of a team sport than basketball. Just because you need everybody to do their job at a high level, just yeah. to win. it's not like I'm gonna think about myself and be like, "Oh, I'm, I did my job." Yeah, yeah. Job. But the other person, you not check on the other person, and that's why you got yeah. losing. So True. it's hard. Yeah. That's that's interesting. But um, before we round up, let's go. Let's go through the good times. What has been your most memorable play, either on the basketball court or on the football field? Like, what is that play that, that has stood out in your memory? Like, bro, bro, like, you just can't get out of your mind. What's that play? My very first sack in college football. A sack is when, for those who don't play American football, a sack is when the defensive end does whatever move he wants to do and then gets to the quarterback and takes him to the ground before he throws the ball. So that's yeah. a sack. My very first sack, it was, I was almost like, it was almost like, I mean, I was in third person. Like I was seeing myself. <laughs> everything, everything was slow. I called the play. I knew what he was going to do. So I did. Yeah. And right before I was about to hit him, my eyes like lit up. I was like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have this sack after all. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was definitely a highlight because I, I, I got up and there I felt this rush, blood. I was like, oh, I feel. 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was that was definitely that was in recent times. That was I'm sure if I think deep, I'll find some basketball moments too. But yeah, recent times was American football sack. Yeah. All right. What are the bucket list of sport events you want to attend while you're in the right. United States? Like, right. what are the bucket list of sport events? Surprisingly, I've watched baseball games. I used to be, you've been to a baseball game, bro. But I didn't understand a thing of what was going on. <laughs> like, I am just starting to understand baseball. And, bro, like, I would definitely want to watch a baseball game live, bro. Oh, you see, the, the environment you, is life, though. The, the, the environment is lit. It's like, bro, exciting. when they hit the home run, it's crazy, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, so my that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. Don't give up. <laughs> the next one is going to be hockey. For some yeah. reason, I, they think, I think there's some arguments as which one is more physical. So I want to really see it in person, what it looks like. Okay. So I want to see hockey, ice hockey, and you know, I I watch baseball, but I want to watch it again, like this time, like more. We don't more understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Because I mean, what other sports are? We, there's not that many. Rugby, yes. Rugby. I, I I still don't understand rugby fully. I just like rugby. the energy though. I've been watching. I've been watching rugby like. Pre pre game hype. My pre game hype for, for American football used to be like watching the rugby highlight. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm weird. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What What about you? What What was your What's your bucket list? Bro, my bucket list definitely is to watch a baseball game. I mean. It used to, the game used to be very, very abstract to me until I started understanding what a home run was, um, how the game was sessioned, all the innings, first to nine innings. Then also, I would like to watch a football game. Guy. Oh my uh, God. God. I've never watched, I've never watched an NFL game before. Crazy. Are you serious, guy? Yeah. <laughs> Man. In person, like in person. Yeah. I've never watched it. Bro, you have to check that off your bucket list, man. No, man. <laughs> bro. <laughs> if I get to watch Philly Eagles before I die, bro. <laughs> fly, fly. Fly, fly. E-A-G-L-E-S. It's, see, it's, it's always good to speak into existence. You never know. You never know. Bro, it might happen. Bro. It's still going to happen. Bro, I, I'm, taking, I'm taking you on this, bro. I will watch a Philly game before I die. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Bro, I think for me that I think that's it because I think I've watched so much NBA finals. Definitely be nice being there, like live, yeah. but I think the interest these people are like, huge though. Bro. <laughs> and this bro. is going from somebody who's relatively big. Like this these people are huge. That you <laughs> you start asking yourself, how 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 are you so big? Like I'm telling like, you. That's a part of freaks of nature, bro. Okay. It, I mean, um, I think, I think in the next, the next very, this is just like a sneak peek of what the next episode is going to look like. We're going to start talking about some of those African athletes that in yeah. the NFL and the NBA, we're going to have a highlight of this is the person and we're going to start bringing in guests. I have an exciting, exciting person that I want you guys to listen from. And we're going to start yeah, talking sure. about their own story 
and their story. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm, I can't even hold it together. I'm, I'm, looking, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. But yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, last one for my co-host. What is one message you would give to your younger self with all the experience you've gathered? I mean, bro, you are a traveler. You are an adventurer. You're... If there's one word I used to classify every time you come to my... You're a risk taker, bro. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, what message do you have for your, your younger self? I mean, if you got the chance to meet probably 15 my younger self, Uche, what would you tell that young king? The world might not believe in your talents. The world might think you're crazy. But God yeah. gave you this talent for a reason. Don't let it, don't let it, don't just let, don't listen to them. Keep pushing because in due time, they're all going to come, come around. So never give up. Even if the doors don't seem like they're going to open, keep knocking. And always embrace the journey, man. That journey is always the yes, best. Sir. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That that is one thing we are that like that's gonna be our mantra for these these podcasts, bro. Yes, embrace sir. the journey because every aspect of life, athletes, non-athletes, every aspect, everybody's all on. The, we're all on journeys. So the the moment you start to embrace your journey, you start to discover that it is not as bad as you think it is. Like yeah. uh perks and there are definitely good times you can gain from your journey but you have to embrace it from the get-go just embrace your journey man andy it has been it has been a roller coaster bro of yes, memories <laughs> delving into the past and getting to relieve those moments again bro thank you so much for sharing yes, thank sir. you so much for inspiring us bro thank you for taking us back to high school and bringing us back man <laughs> <laughs> That was fun to do, man. That was really, really fun. Yes, sir. Like, like my guy has said, never forget, embrace your journey. Embrace your journey. See you guys in the next episode. Next episode is going to be about something. Just a surprise. It's a surprise. See you guys. Surprise, surprise. Peace. Yes, sir.